This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and you're listening to Reset, your guide to the news, politics, the economy, arts, and culture. Staying calm, I was sitting at the edge of my seat, playing along while my heart skipped every beat. Red flags and alarms telling me to retreat. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I grip the armrest, knuckles turn. We're listening to the new track, Touchdown, from Chicago multi-instrumentalist Namdi, whose new record, Please Have a Seat, dropped Friday. Namdi has been a staple of Chicago's DIY music community for over a decade, releasing a steady body of work, including six albums, as well as countless collaborations with other artists. His 2020 LP, Brat, earned him accolades from Fader, Pitchfork, and the Chicago Reader. You can catch him at Metro on October 22nd. We caught up with him yesterday on the program. Namdi. So great to have you back on Reset. Thank you for having me again. So it's here. Your new record, Please Have a Seat. It's out. Oh, yeah. How you feeling? I feel great. It's been a long time coming, and I am ready. I'm excited for people to listen to all of it and hear what people think. Yeah, well, I know you are someone that keeps very busy, whether it's writing, it's producing, performing your own music, collaborating with other artists, as I mentioned. Needless to say, you are quite prolific. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that you, you slowed down a lot when you were producing this album because you, you said you wanted to be present. So explain that shift in work ethic. I think I just always am looking for the next thing and uh, kind of always on go mode and be like, what do I do next? What do I do next? And anytime I am kind of not doing anything, there's like a building anxiety um so yeah definitely 2020 everyone had to kind of like pause and reevaluate a lot of things and I was no different than everyone else doing and during that time um but I was able to focus and just think of like past moments Mm -hmm. within the past like four or five years where you know like just moments of clarity where good things happened where maybe some things I didn't have time to process happened I Mm -hmm. I got to actually sit down with uh, some major life events that happen. It's funny what you can achieve by just being still. Yeah. Yeah. You, you like many other artists, end up with a pandemic baby, right, in this album. How long did it take to make it? Um, well, it's not full. I wouldn't call it a pandemic album because, like, only, I guess, about half the songs were being written during that time, and the other half was kind of... Before 2020. Yeah. Oh, no, no, after. So, like, last year. So... I mean, I guess we're still in a pandemic. I mean, like, lockdown, lockdown, like, half the songs were written, then half was after. Um, But, yeah, it was just a a time to kind of focus on what was actually important in life, you Mm -hmm. know? Kind of all the BS gets uh, funneled out when you 
only have a few things that you can do. Yeah, well, let's listen to one of the biggest singles from that new album. This one's called I Don't Want to Be Famous. I don't really want to be famous. I just want a million blue faces. I just want a million new fans of plays. Then I want to ride that massive wave. Blowing all the money on diamonds. Mansions, paddocks, and private planes. Showing off flying the islands. Buying them, run the red carpet, and rise to fame. I don't really want to be popular. Walk around the city, they stop and look. I don't really like to be ogled at. I just want to hang with models. Stat. Superstar like Miley Cyrus. I've been on my dope shit. Super Califragil, listen to SBLadocious. Remember back at Edge when we was eating with the roaches. Don't think I'd be flying, they go back to coach. I don't really want to be famous, though. I just call my so this is an interesting concept. Talk about that contrast of wanting success but not notoriety. Uh, it's not that I don't even want the notoriety, too. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the idea of celebrity is so... You just want people to stay out your business? That is a big part of it. But just the <laughs> idea of celebrity in general and, like, how we put certain people on a pedestal is its just not healthy, like as a society and i understand like the appeal of all of these things like i get it but i just think we need to reevaluate like how the importance we give to celebrities well the chicago tribune thought you were very important in 2020 they named you a chicagoan of the year they did. how crazy. did that feel it still feels surreal i'm just like why'd y'all do that now <laughs> but but i am very grateful and it's awesome to see the city you're from like appreciate your work uh sometimes it feels like where you're from is the last are the last people to like give you props so yeah. that was that was unbelievable so i'm very grateful so the the music video that was released with that song it was directed by local filmmaker austin vesley right yes, you genius. you've worked with him before tell us about that um he is incredible he's done so many incredible films like feature lengths and music videos for very prevalent, prominent Chicago artist, and working with him was like the easiest experience I've had, like filming. Yeah. Well, you just called him a genius. Why was he right for this song? Uh, he just has the he just has an eye for, you know, good color. I feel like I'm a very visual person, mm -hmm. and he just like knows the correct color palettes and like visuals to match pretty much anything that I'm thinking. So it's really cool. And the the video features a, a number of interesting interpretations of fame. There was a sequence where people were literally throwing tomatoes at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can that you talk was, about that? See, okay, when <laughs> we were filming that scene, Austin was like, "Everybody, aim for the chest," and I'll I'll set the example. I'll be the first one to throw it. So then they cue the music. I step onto the the scene. And he throws the first one, hits me directly in the face, and then everyone else is just like, <laughs> let's get him, boys. And everyone just pelts me so hard. And he said after, he's like, I was really not trying to aim for your face, but I don't know, Austin. But it made for a great <laughs> sequence. Oh, it's perfect. I, yeah, I couldn't have asked for a better shot. But talk about great. that metaphor, though, right? You know, living in the public eye and then just being subjected to criticism. Yeah, we see it all the time. Anything you post on the internet or post publicly like is subject to people's opinions like you can't once you release it into the world you don't really own it anymore that's how i feel about art uh you can have your intentions and what you meant but that doesn't really matter at the end of the day what matters is people's interpretations to them um and yeah sometimes people will will turn on you like even if they like you one minute they could easily be like 
yo, I really don't like this. So you just have to kind of keep it pushing. Yeah. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're talking with Chicago DIY darling Namdi. <laughs> we're talking about his new record, Please Have a Seat, and it's out today. All right, time for some more music. This song is called Dedication. Pick myself right off of the floor. One taste of fear, it swallowed me whole. I hushed my breath before it could groan. I was ready for more, I was ready for more. Something told me I should stay. Things might end up better today. So this track, it features background vocals from artists like Nervous Passenger, Sen Morimoto, Kaina, and Brock Mendy. How was it working with all of these people on this track? Um, it was incredible. I knew when I wrote this song, I knew that I wanted to have my friend Stefan. We were in a band called Nervous Passenger. I, was, I knew I wanted him to sing at the end of it just because he has a very, great scream, like loud voice. He's very loud. <laughs> I love him so much. And... So we did that, and I wanted it was still missing something. I wanted it to sound bigger. Mm-hmm. So I called up my friends, Sen and Kaina, who had just got back from tour like that day, mm-hmm. too, which is pretty wild. Or I think they were in Japan, but literally they got back, rested for a little bit, and I was like, "Yo, we need. I need to finish the song today. <laughs> Can you please come to the studio?" And they pulled up because they are sweet. I'm so. sure when Namdi calls for a favor, they're going to pull up. That's not a surprise. Uh, not always. Sometimes they're like, mm, do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just like friends. But yeah, I really appreciate them. They're incredible. Well, you know, I say that because I know that you are very connected within the music community here in Chicago. Who would you say are some artists that you're just excited about right now? Ooh, okay. I really like this artist, Silas Short. Okay. Kaina's record release okay. show, which is the first time I had heard their music. But a couple weeks ago, I was just listening to like random things on Spotify, and a song came up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's incredible!" And I looked, and it was that artist again. And I was like, "You know what? I need to like listen, really listen to all of their stuff." And it's all really incredible. So. This band, Paper Mice, they're actually playing my release party. They've been one of my favorite bands since I was in high school, and they played a show at my my parents house <laughs> like so really? we have we have like a, a rich history um they're like post-punk and all of the songs are about interesting things that have happened in the news there's a song about a person who went to a doctor and was like i have a migraine i've had a migraine for many years 
and they realize that there is a pencil in their head. Like there's <laughs> just been a pencil in their brain from when they're young. So they have wow. all their songs are about interesting, weird news stories um, that I really like. Oh, my goodness. And one more. Who else do I like? Oh, yeah. Sun. prolific amazing people that exist um yeah we co-run the record label super records together and yeah he's incredible i can't i'm excited for him to put out new music yeah that that music community here in in chicago it's well known for being tight-knit and and supportive i've noticed that even in the the nearly two years that i've been here um which is really admirable i think and and i heard that on tour last year you were in an accident involving a scooter and yeah. you ended up getting emergency wrist surgery. Talk us through what happened there and, and how Chicago just showed up for you. Oh, that was such a rough moment. It was my first tour back after touring came became a thing again. Like things were finally opening up. It was also the biggest tour I've ever been on. Is with this group Wilco and this other group Sleater Kenny Legends. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, first show, first day with them. I woke up very early and I was scooting around and because of a car not signaling and me trying to dodge a p- dodge stuff, I hit a pothole and I flew, broke my wrist. Oh my goodness. Not a good time, especially first day on tour. The first show hasn't even happened. So I get rushed to the emergency room. Uh, long story short, I couldn't pay for surgery and my insurance, which insurance is a scam, and <laughs> I couldn't get it covered. So... Uh, my friends made a GoFundMe, and I literally took a nap and then woke up, and then all of the funds had been, wow, been raised for it. So that's awesome. It's pretty surreal. And how's your wrist now? It's working. I'm at like ninety five percent, but ninety five is the new hundred. I just have to learn with it. But like, yeah, it's fully functional. I can grab. I can play drums pretty well again. So I oh, feel that's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. All right, let's hear another song then from the new record. This one's called Grounded. in having the best luxury seating at an affordable price. Comfort guaranteed. But don't just take our word for it. When you feel like you have done your best and all you need's a place to stop and rest. Get up off your feet. Please have a seat. Please have a seat. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of tracks including the one that we just heard, they feature audio from commercials for, yeah. for super elite furniture. Yeah. Explain why you chose to add this this bit of flavor. Uh, I wanted to seem like kind of like just old television programming. Like That's exactly the yeah. vibe it was giving me. <laughs> yeah, where it's just kind of random, uh, randomly interspersed throughout. That was actually my sister uh, who did that 
commercial jingle she was talking on that so like that even was also the, the please have a seat reference like i'm, I'm picturing <laughs> that couch like i know what yeah. that couch looks like <laughs> yeah and i think that's important like the visual representation of yeah. like what the album is about just reminding people to be comfortable while they're listening to it <laughs> There's uh there's no uh there's an obvious nod to your your label super records. We we talked with you I remember months ago and, and the fellow super co-founders Sen Glenn Curran this record is dropping in partnership with the label Secretly Canadian. So what does that allow you to do releasing music through your own label in partnership with Secretly Canadian? Mainly it allows me to kind of retain that uh creativity and control in certain aspects and just like one of my main goals is to like boost other people with me. And a good way to do that is I have this deal with Secretly Canadian now. And if I do a joint release with my label, there's still visibility for my label. And then that draws attention to the other artists on the label, which is important to me because I think there's a lot of really cool music that we put out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically the gist of it. Just like kind of bringing attention to the other people on the label and like what we're doing still well as you talk about cool music can you tease what's next for super what's next for super you know (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty uh pretty low-key now we're we're talking with a few artists that we're excited about but i don't think that's anything that is set in stone yet so you can't give any names just yet no names all right no names but it rhymes with helton bond just kidding. We're not putting out Elton John's music. <laughs> like, That'd be crazy. Drake? No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so before I let you go, I, I hear that you are hosting a pop-up tonight at the House of Vans. Yeah. Enlighten me. What is Namdi's Pancake House? So Namdi's Pancake House is kind of an homage throwback to uh, my parents' house, which I would have shows at in the suburbs before I really lived in the city proper. And, uh, yeah, we had touring bands come through. It was very DIY. Mm-hmm. But me and my brother, mainly, mainly my brother, would make pancakes all day and just, like, give them to the people at the show and give them to the band members, too. And it was a fun experience. It smelled like cinnamon. People loved it. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah, just bringing it back. Uh, you're going, uh, starting October 18th, you're going on tour with Joshua Virtue. Yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, very excited. I love Joshua Virtue. They're an incredible performer, rapper, and poet. And yeah, those shows are going to be super fun. We just had our first rehearsal. So yeah, it's sounding good. Well, I know this album's just come out, but I mean, are you already thinking about more music for yourself? I am. See, I this is the first time I haven't been working on music intensely while a campaign is going on. I've just really been trying to focus on the campaign, but Literally tomorrow, the day day after this album is coming out, I'm like, okay, now I can get back into music. Nice. So I'm excited. We've been speaking with Namdi about his new album, Please Have a Seat, which was released today. Now his pop-up, Namdi's Pancake House, is at the House of Vans this evening. You can RSVP online at the House of Vans website. And you can catch him at the Metro on October 22nd. Namdi, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. All right, we're going to go out on one more song from the new album. Namdi, can you set it up for us? Uh, This is a song about those people that think they know everything. Everyone knows someone like that. (laughs) It's called Smartass. Surprise!
smell. This episode of Reset was produced by Haima de Medici and Ethan Schwab, who also mixed the segment. Want to hear more from Chicago's culture scene? Then subscribe to our podcast. We've got tons of great interviews and conversations about Chicago and beyond. And don't forget to leave us a rating. That helps more people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll see you back here on Monday. That you're wrong. You think you're so smart. Yeah, you're so smart. Yeah, you think you're so smart. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.